What's going on, family? It's Sean. Uh, the layoffs continue. Uh, people be, uh, continue historically high numbers. And recently, household debt has gotten over $16 trillion this second quarter as the New York Fed just released their quarterly report on household debt and credit. So let's go ahead and jump into this. Uh, so today, the news came out that Robinhood, which is a financial services company, got very large um, during the pandemic. There was a lot of liquidity, a lot of easy money was going around. Student loans had shut down, which, you know, they're, they're still, those payments are still sh shut down, but people had a lot of money to speculate. So Robinhood benefited from that. Well, it doesn't look like that's going to continue to happen. Uh, today, online brokerage Robinhood uh, announced that it's cutting 23% of its staff. Uh, with the CEO citing that a drop in trading activity, high inflation, and a broad crypto market crash. Uh, this move comes after Robinhood laid off 9% of its full-time employees in April. And as the CEO says, uh, those layoffs didn't go far enough. And also yesterday, there was a report from Oracle that they were going to be beginning to start laying off people. They have an estimated workforce of 143,000 employees. The news isn't out yet because no CEO wants to immediately address those questions. That's something they kind of want to, you know, get out there slowly, maybe uh, put everybody on a Zoom meeting and uh, say, say deuces to you. Uh, the other thing that came out today, because we've been seeing these layoffs and we've been seeing them you know, I'm sure you're going to see more in the financial sector. You've seen them in crypto, seen them in tech forces. I believe in July, at least 30,000 um, tech sector employees had lost their jobs. But at the same time, as that's going on, we are in a historically tight and strong labor market. As far as demand for employees, uh, availability, there's about two jobs for every one person looking for a job, which, you know, could be great news. Uh, there, there is some issues as far as participation rate, but overall, when you look at those numbers, it looks great. But the New York Fed released their quarterly report on household debt and credit. So household debt and credit has ballooned to over $16 trillion in the second quarter. Now, the breakdown of this debt over $207 billion of this debt was mortgages. $33 billion of this was auto loans. Now, the mortgage debt and the auto loan debt, um, you see that dramatic increase um, most consistently because the prices of homes and of vehicles have risen so much. So those people are taking on more debt because those prices have ballooned. Uh, actually, the, the the debt, the prices for autos and mortgages for those loans has increased over 36% if we take it back to 2019. But the most startling thing about this most recent report was the increase in credit card debt. So credit card debt increased $46 billion, $46 billion. Now, this increase of credit card debt is the highest increase in credit card debt since 1999. So what the New York Fed, what they're finding out, which is obvious, 
is that a lot of this credit card debt is because everything higher in price. So people are eating those costs when they don't have the money, they're putting it on credit. Their food's up, car's up, your home's up, your power's up. You need to use credit. A lot, a lot of people aren't in that position. But what they also said in this report, so you can go to this website, read this report. They also did a blog post. They also said that they're seeing most of the increase in what they consider to be their higher score, higher credit score borrowers, which I think is, I think it's kind I understand they, they, we have to use a metric to gauge people and say if they're credit worthy, but I know several people who have a high credit score that I wouldn't trust giving them a dollar. All right. Cause I'm never going to get that money back, but they are saying they put a positive slant on it where they're saying like, Oh, look, there's this huge increase of credit card debt. The highest rate of change, the highest that we've seen, this $46 billion since 1999. But don't worry, all the people who are taking out the debt are responsible and going to pay it back. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll believe that when I see it. Uh, lastly, I, I kind of wanted to, to go over just how strange this current environment is. So you're seeing those layoffs, but you're not seeing them at historical highs like you did for the Great Recession. I was reading an article by Wolf Richter. He he writes um, Wolf Street. It's a, it's a great blog. You should check it out. I'll put a link in the description. And he was just kind of talking about the economy because we are in a tight labor market. Um, you, you heard Jerome Powell speak a week ago talking about of course, you've heard the leadership talk about that. We're not in recession because historically, when you look at the job openings numbers and the labor market, it's strong. Okay, Even though that we did print two, two back-to-back consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth. But I was reading uh, Wolf Richter's, Wolf Richter's uh, blog, and he was talking about how in comparison to the great financial crisis, the layoffs are minimal. Also, quit. It, it's the quit rate. So people jumping from job to job, they track it by what they call quits. So the number of workers who voluntarily quit jobs in June dropped, dipped for the third month in a row to 4.24 million, but was still up by 20% from the already very high levels in June 2019. This huge number of quits largely reflects job hopping by workers who are trying to get a better job, aggressive hiring by companies, and a massive churn in the labor force um, where workers can leverage the large number of open positions to obtain higher pay and better working conditions. So I, you know, I know several people who, as this pandemic happened after lockdowns happened, you know, they, they kind of change their perspective on life. I'm, I'm less, you know, I'm more risk adverse, but, you know, they've been hopping job to job or they're looking for something which everybody has that right to do. And it looks like people are still doing that currently. But remember, this data is going to come on a, in, in a lagging effect. So the way that it usually works with job losses is a slowdown in hiring you'll see a hiring freeze, and then that's when the layoffs begin. 
But currently where we're really seeing the layoffs are in those tech companies, those financial sector companies. I, I did see there does look to be like there's going to be some issues with manufacturing as things are slowing down. Um, Wolf Richter was also saying that uh, there is still aggressive hiring. So the private sector employees hired 5.96 million workers in June. It's down from May, but it's up 9.5% from June 2019. So there's still a lot of that money sloshing around in the economy. We had all those um, PPP loans that went out. Um, consumers are, are generally, you know, there was a lot of uh, government assistance, which has stopped and and people feel wealthier because, you know, one thing is people haven't been paying student loans and gosh, I don't, I don't know how it's been. A, it's been a long time in that the average student loan, I believe, is about four hundred and sixty seven dollars. Let's just round it up to five hundred dollars. You have another five hundred dollars in your pocket. Of course, things went up. But if you got, you know, some help or, you know, you were already doing okay financially, or you were one of those people who got a, a decent enough pay raise or had been making enough, you know, there people can still feel, you know, that I, I can leave my job. I can find something else. I have a little bit of wiggle room. Maybe they have a little bit of savings or they can take something temporarily. Um, so it's very interesting how we're seeing this market. I, I do believe that we're going to continue to see more and more layoffs. Um, the, the construction field right now, uh, the job openings for construction dropped by about 71,000. Um, it's the second month in a row of declines from the record in April, um, which was of 334,000 openings. But it's still up. Construction job openings are still up 7%. And that's, you know, that is a sign of what is going on with the economy if construction job openings are falling. Because there there is news coming out about builders, you know, stopping projects or I, I know where I'm at specifically right now. I have seen um, builders look towards, you know, where they were going to build single family homes. Now they're looking into building townhomes because I think they'll get a little bit more bang for their buck with the material prices. And they're seeing that, that decrease in demand um, that's going to come, but I don't know. Business as usual. Um, they're they're trying to tell us everything's all right, but that credit card debt says otherwise. You know, sixteen trillion dollars in household debt is a lot. Is a um, you know, it's Irving Fisher wrote in his uh, debt deflation theory of money. You know, over indebtedness is the largest factor when it comes as far as causing a depression, and uh, it. We know our government's in debt. Our households are in debt. They continue to tell us that it's okay, though, because we have stronger balance sheets. They've loaned out money to uh, more credit-worthy borrowers. You know, that's all of that sounds good. It all it all sounds good until there really is this slowdown, which we're seeing through the GDP numbers, the uh, negative growth numbers. You know, because you can only afford to pay for things, these 10-year car loans and these heavily inflated housing prices, depending on where you live, 
if you have the proper and necessary cash flow and you have your job or you, you have a way to make money or a way to get money. And um, that means there needs to be, you know, growth and a high velocity of money for you to be able to get those dollars to pay off those debts. So I just want to give you all a quick update. It's a, it's, it's a strange time that we're living in. Uh, just to recap, debt continues to increase. Layoffs seem to be increasing, uh, but we're still in a strong and tight labor market. And they're telling us that the power is with the job seekers. So we'll see. I, I have a feeling things are, you know, probably going to turn for the worse, but I'll keep up on it. I'll catch you on the next one. Take care.